0: Hello and welcome to Valley 101, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. I'm your host, Kayla White. In the last episode, we explored whether Arizona has a state food, a sort of Philly cheesesteak or Chicago dog. In this episode, we're going bougier. Don't get me wrong, I love greasy casual food as much as the next person, but I also appreciate the finer side of dining. Today, we're looking at a question about restaurants and chefs, specifically about the most prestigious award a chef can win.
1: I'm Dawson Fierna. I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I guess my question is, uh, after winning a bunch of James Beard awards for the best chef of the Southwest back in the uh, late 90s and early 2000s, I think at one point we won seven uh, awards in 10 years. Uh, Arizona hasn't won a single James Beard Award since 2007, the best chef award. And I'm just wondering uh, why that is, especially at a time when it seems like Arizona dining scene has really become nationally acclaimed.
0: Dawson asked us this question in March, right around the time the James Beard Foundation announced that 10 Arizona chefs and restaurants were in the running to win an award, which made answering this question all the more exciting, knowing we had a shot this year. Whether you love restaurants or cooking shows, or you care about Arizona's farmers, ranchers, or tourism, or you just want people to know our state is cool, this one is for you. There's a relatively short list of experts on the Arizona restaurant scene. Luckily, one of them works right next to me, like literally
2: three cubicles away. So I'm partnering with her for this episode. I'm Lauren Saria. I'm the food, dining, and nightlife editor at the Arizona Republic. And I've been covering the food scene in Phoenix for about seven years. So the James Beard Awards are pretty much the biggest culinary awards that you can win, at least here in the U.S. Um, And they're given out by the James Beard Foundation, which is named after James Beard, the food writer and restaurant critic. Um, And a lot of the times they're called the Oscars of the food world. So that kind of indicates how big of a deal they are. Chefs and restaurants are broken into regions in the country.
0: Arizona is in the Southwest category and competes against six other states, Colorado,
2: Nevada, New Mexico, Oklahoma,
0: Utah, and Texas.
2: Typically, the wards focus on independently owned restaurants, so not really chains, um, and the chefs in this community get a lot of feedback already from critics and from things like Yelp, but the James Beard Awards are really the only way that everyone's being judged all across the country on the same scale. So that's a really big deal.
0: Okay, paint a picture for me. What was it like when Arizona was winning a lot?
2: So the James Beard Awards only started in 1991, and Arizona won for the first time in 1993. Um, and that was when chef Vincent Gartu of Vincent's on Camelback won. And at the time, he was doing um, French-inspired Southwestern cuisine, and that was a really big deal. Um, Southwestern cuisine itself was sort of in its heyday, um, and there's really no other place to do it better than Arizona. So we won Best Chef in 1995, and then we won four times in a row from 1998 to 2001. And a lot of the chefs that won at that point were doing Southwestern food or were cooking at resorts. Um, But we were basically really killing it. (laughs) And then in 2003, Chris Bianco won uh, for Pizzeria Bianco, which was a huge deal. He was one of the first chefs, not only in the Southwest, but in the country, to win for doing something as simple as just pizza. So we won in 2006, and then in 2007, Nobu Fukuda won for his work at Seesaw, and he was doing Japanese food in Arizona, which is a really far cry from Southwestern food, uh, which was amazing. And then, nothing. Uh, It's really dried up, and we haven't won a Best Chef Award in 12 years. A lot of people feel like since then, our chefs haven't really gotten the national recognition that they deserve.
0: To answer Dawson's question about why Arizona started losing and also what we're doing to try to win again, Lauren and I turned to someone who's been immersed in Arizona's restaurant scene since its award-winning heyday. Howard Seftel started writing about and reviewing Arizona restaurants in 1992. There really isn't anybody who knows the history of Phoenix chefs and restaurants better than Howard. So
2: Lauren and I went to visit him. We are going to Ponte Bianco. Uh, it is on Central and just south of Campbell in Midtown Phoenix. What's your favorite sandwich here? Hands down, mozzarella and tomato and basil. Like, wh- Is there anything else on the menu? I don't even... I'm just
0: <laughs> there are almost 600 judges who vote in the James Beard Awards, and Howie is one of them. We talked to him the day of the award ceremony.
1: I'm Howard Seftel. For 15 plus years, I was the restaurant critic at the Arizona Republic.
2: So for a few years, Texas has dominated the Best Chef Southwest category. Of the five finalists this year, for example, four of them are all from Texas. I asked Howard, why?
1: So, Texas is the second largest state. Texas now has three of the 10 largest cities in the United States, Dallas, Houston, and San Antonio. There are lots of restaurants in Texas, and there are lots of voters in Texas, and we're out in the boonies. Uh, and to win a James Beard Award, uh, judges have to certify that they've eaten the food at the restaurant. You just can't vote for a friend or some, something somebody told you about. And so the difficulty has been, particularly over the last 10 years, it's getting people to parachute into Arizona
2: yeah, so that's um a great segue. Uh, I, I you know, in my reporting previously on this topic, you talked to me about how there' has been a little bit of organized effort um, to to do exactly what you were just saying and to get um, to get attention on Phoenix, but also to physically bring people here. So can you tell us a little bit about what um what that looks like, what those efforts are?
1: Sure. Um, and it's not a little effort. it's It's an organized, concentrated effort by people who care uh, about the state uh, of the state. Um, I'm most familiar with Local First, which is run by a human dynamo named. Her name is Kimber Lanning, woman never sleeps. And her mission is to um, make independent businesses, independent restaurants, part of the fabric of, of Arizona. And she uh, is the organizer of Devour, the the, the best fe- eating festival we have here in Arizona.
2: Howard told us that for the past couple of years, he's been working with Kimber Lanning from Local First Arizona, and that they've been bringing national food media here to Phoenix and bringing them to some of the Valley's best restaurant over a couple of days. Then to top it off, they've been bringing them to the Culinary Classic, which is a food festival that specifically showcases all of Arizona's best food.
1: So we're bringing restaurants to the attention of people who otherwise might not even come to arizona and i will say again i'm not a booster but after the last two devours these out-of-towners all said to me you have remarkable restaurants here and you know it's like duh (laughs) we're trying to get you know the word out
2: So the person from Arizona who has the chance to break our dry spell is Charlene Badman. And she's the chef owner of F&B in Scottsdale, which is named for food and beverage, the short hand, industry shorthand for, for that. And Charlene is from Tucson. She um, started cooking here, but went to New York for a couple of years and cooked for some really big name chefs there before coming back and opening F&B with her business partner Pavle in 2009. And her food is very simple, just like the name of the restaurant, it's very vegetable-driven, and she's super proud of all the produce and farmers we have in Arizona, um, and does her best to highlight those on her menu, which she changes almost every day. So her nickname is The Veggie Whisperer, and she's not one of those chefs that just pops in and out of the dining room to shake hands. She's almost always back in the kitchen at her restaurant working. And Charlene's not just a great chef, she also volunteers every week at local schools to teach kids about gardening and how to make healthy food choices. And in 2017, she founded the Blue Watermelon Project, which works in local schools to help improve school lunches. And thanks to that project, local chefs from all over the city now regularly go to schools to teach kids about gardening and also how to eat healthy. And that's part of the reason why we all had our fingers crossed for her.
1: Our representative this year, Charlene Badman, she's a terrific chef, whether she wins or not. She's gotten national recognition for a place that seats like 40 or 50 people that 20 years ago nobody would have heard of. And she's getting recognition for preparing the kind of food that would not have been recognized 20 years ago. So, good for her.
0: A few hours after we left Howie, the James Beard Awards ceremony started in Chicago. Nearly 2,000 people from the restaurant industry attended the ceremony at the Lyric Opera of Chicago. Almost three hours into it, actress Zoe Deschanel took the stage to present the award for Best Chef Southwest. This was our shot.
3: So I'm very excited to be honoring all of you in the chef community leading the way in this endeavor including many of the chefs nominated in the next category. They represent an innovative, multicultural, and contemporary approach to cuisine. Here are your nominees for Best
0: Chef Southwest. Charlene Badman, F&B, Kevin Fink, Emmer and Rye, Michael Fotige, Olame, Bryce Gilmore, Barley Swine, Steve McHugh, cure.
3: All right, and the Beard Award goes to... Charlene Badman, F&B.
0: You can see Charlene beaming, hugging her friends. She takes a drink of water and walks on stage.
3: I wrote something that's just a list as well. I'm very proud to be from Arizona. i like to thank the staff at F&B. No one person can stand up here and take all the credit. Pavle, for reminding me to smile, pushing my vision, and encouraging my passion. My mentors and chefs I've worked for, Donna Norton, Chrisa Robertson, and Ann Rosenzweig. The farmers, ranchers, winemakers, and producers of Arizona, my parents, family, and friends. And I'd like to thank the Beard Foundation especially Impact Program and Catherine for helping me find focus and clarity to make change in my community. You have made me a better chef, not with a recipe, but with my heart. Thank you very
0: much. I gasped when she won. So exciting. I was so excited. I almost fell out of my chair. <laughs> we wanted to talk to Charlene as soon as possible about what this win means for her and for our state. So just three days after she won, we went to visit her at her restaurant, f and and b is in the heart of downtown Scottsdale, in the charming Craftsman Court, surrounded by boutique shops. Outside, there's a bubbling fountain, and the low metal gate by the restaurant's front door is covered in planters sprouting herbs. The front of the restaurant is a wall of windows. The inside is divided into three tiny dining rooms and a bar. It has warm lighting and homey touches, like mosaic tile and a chalkboard wall. Lauren and I walked in while the staff was preparing for a dinner shift.
2: Hi, Hi. sorry. Hi. Hi. How Congrats, we're gonna hug again. Oh, we'll God.
3: like <laughs> <some, buy> <laughs> All right then. Yes. wanna go upstairs? We're doing, yeah, sure. I'm Charlene Badman, and I'm the chef and co-owner of F&B Restaurant.
2: Sitting in a room on the second floor of F&B, she told us about the moment she won.
3: They said Best Chef Southwest, and Zoe goes up there to start reading uh, um, you know, about the Southwest and the category and all of that, and I'm like, uh, and that's when I was like trying to do some yoga breath, and um, I'm sitting there, and then it felt like it took forever for her to open up that envelope. I was like, Just open it already and uh, and she opened it up and she said my name, and I was like, She said my name <laughs> and uh, and I looked over at them, and they everybody's jumping up and down, and I walked up there and just, you know, was like, you better just belt it out. Somebody yelled Arizona. I, the first thing I had wanted to say was how proud I was that I was from Arizona. I, ri- I I wrote down a list of, like, thank yous and make sure you say this. And the first thing I wrote was make sure you say that you're proud from it, that you're from Arizona. Somebody yelled Arizona. And then mm-hmm. I was like, it, it was just very emotional. So you're raising your hand and, fist, you know, you're pumping your fist like, yeah, I'm, you know, Arizona, mm-hmm. finally. And I didn't say that, but I was just like
2: yes, you know, it's this is fantastic, it's, it's good, we're, we're here. Why do you think that this is just resonating with so many people in, in the state and in the food community?
3: There are a lot of people that are here in Arizona and wanna see Arizona be proud of what it has. And people are so surprised when they come here, when they come here from Chicago or they come to New York and San Francisco and they're like, this wasn't was I was expecting from Arizona, I was expecting and I'm like, oh, you were expecting cactus. a steak. Yeah. And, yeah, steak, <laughs> cactus, a baked potato. You know, you can get all of those things and, you know, some cowboy boots as well. But they're like, I totally wasn't expecting this type of food. And where do you – what's your influence and, you know, where did you come from? And I'm like, I came from Tucson. And that's always fun to see their reaction to that. And so it's exciting that, you know, you go 12 years without um, – Something like the Beard House, recognizing Arizona and then being able to have this opportunity. And so, yeah, I say we we keep going. We keep pushing and making sure that, you know, squeaky wheel gets the grease. Everybody Mm -hmm. can see what we're doing over here and more people are coming here. and, And it won't be just me they're looking at. I want them to see... All the other restaurants and all the other talented chefs that are here and I've spoken to other chefs and I said you know we all get to enjoy this they're going to come here and they can't just eat one meal here they're going to eat all over the place and let's just keep putting our um, you know our best foot forward and showcase what's happening here and be proud of what we have
0: and what would you say to someone who maybe hasn't eaten at F&B and wasn't live streaming the awards on Monday how would you explain to them still like why this is important to our community
3: I would just I think I would just talk about what I have been talking about which is how important Arizona food is how much our producers are important to us our farmers uh, always pushing the Arizona wine uh, sh- the fact that we have Arizona wine, um, all 50 states do, but uh, some states are not good at all, and uh, it just is what it is. But uh, we have great wine here, and we have so much for people to discover, and it is such an opportunity. Um, I think discovery would be a, gr- uh, you know, the, one of the best reasons for somebody to come here and to visit is because of not knowing and being able to, to see what we have.
0: It's me, Kayla again. Lauren, thank you so much for partnering with me on this episode.
2: Thank you for having me, it was so much fun. (laughs) What surprised you most? I mean, aside from Charlene winning, which I was really hoping would happen, but you know, you never know. Um, I think I was really surprised in talking to Howie to find out that there were all these people working in their own little ways to um, make this a reality and to bring this award back to Arizona, or at least to bring attention to Arizona's food scene.
0: You can find Lauren and her team's coverage of Arizona restaurants and chefs at dining.azcentral.com. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to Valley 101. What did you think about our pair of food episodes? Tell us by leaving us a rating and review on your podcast app or find us on Twitter at Valley101pod. And as always, you can tell us your questions at valley101.azcentral.com. All right. Thanks for listening. See you next week. So... Give us the inside scoop what are the what are your favorite restaurants
1: right now <laughs> Wow well it depends on you know the occasion um, I love Hana the Japanese restaurant on Seventh Avenue uh, bring your own bottle fabulous food and the owner is she's Lori Hashimoto is great uh, I love Bianco but if you 're going out for a special meal uh, consider a place called Virtu, V-I-R-T-U. It's in uh, Old Town, Scottsdale, I think on Marshall Way. Uh, small place, the chef Gio Oso is, is fabulous and he does sort of Italian Mediterranean food. Uh, I really love that place.